Hey family, this is Freeman. Glad you came to join me today on From Hood to Good Thinking. Today's subject matter is writers. I know some of you might be asking, what is a writer? But back in the days when I was a gangbanger, a gang leader, and a very violent individual, we had clicks of what was considered riders. What that meant was there's some guys that are just gangbangers and then there's some guys who are deadly dangerous snap artists, quick to fight, quick to respond with weapons and the type of individuals that would bring about results. And you see, one thing I learned back then was that riders rode with riders. That means that the guys who were dangerous hung out with the guys who were dangerous and the guys who that who were half steppers, you know, the kind of guys who weren't really serious about being genuine or 100 percent for what they believed in. Those guys hung out with each other as well. And I began to learn something recently as I studied the word of God. And the Lord explained to me that the Riders Association was equivalent to what he was teaching me in the law of association. Let me explain to you what that is. You see, the law of association says that the people that I associate myself with, I not only become, but I actively do the same type of things that they do. So he was showing me from a scripture that I was reading in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, where he said, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. He was showing me that your association plays a big part in your produce. It plays an extremely large part as to what will come out of your life. You see, the people that you make the decision to include in your life's lessons and in your life situations and in your life decisions, those people are the ones who not only are going to rub off on you, but you're going to find that you rub off on them. And just the association itself can either make you guilty by association or it can make you prosperous by association. In fact, that scripture that talks about a companion of fools being destroyed reminded me of how the rider's thinking was. I might be riding in a car with somebody and I'm just driving down the street and he sees somebody that he didn't like and he would drop the window down on the passenger side of my car and just start firing gunshots out the window at this guy driving down the street. Now, I immediately became a co-defendant if the police were to get us or arrest us at that time. I remember those type of incidents happening and I actually got away with it. But the breakdown is if I would have got caught at that time, I would have been the accomplice to the crime. Why? Because I, too, was associated with the individual who made the decisions to do what he chose to do. And so the law of association tells us that we want to intentionally make the decision to walk with wise men so that we too could be wise. The Bible tells us in Amos 3 and 3, can two walk together except they be agreed? In 1 Corinthians 15 and 30, 33, it says, don't be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. We've got to make the decision to associate ourselves with victory. So that means on purpose, pursuing the type of people that are successful in the fields that you work in, pursuing the type of people that are seeing success in something that perhaps is your dream. We want to get ourselves around the right type of individual so that we can ride in for the fight and ride out with the victory. But we've got to learn to discern. The because everybody that's in your life may not be necessary for where you're going. And if you continue to associate yourself around people that have bitterness, people that have pride, people that have all sorts of problems, you'll find that not only do those things rub off on you, but they will stop you or they'll diminish your gifts and stop you from reaching your desired results. 
You know, something that happened to me actually recently, I was under some leadership that was contrary to what God's heart was. And, and I remember looking at certain things in that situation and God was beginning to show me that if you continue to associate in this arena and you stay here long enough, you'll not only find like in the scripture where it says roots of bitterness can defile many. Not only will you begin to find that the stuff that's in them will begin to defile you, but you'll find that you take on the same decision-making mentality. And then you get yourself stuck in a rut because you chose to associate either in the place where there's bitterness or in the place where there's pride or in the place where there is obviously potential to not hear God. Actually, my situation was one where there was a seared conscience. And someone dealing with a seared conscience means simply that they have grown numb to the things of God. They've grown numb. When you sear something, let's say you take a hot iron and you burn someone's skin, the seared portion of that person becomes hard. Not only does it become hard, but it becomes numb. It no longer can feel. It's no longer sensitive to the touch. And that's what happens when people get a seared conscience. This talk is spoken of. Uh, 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 I believe it's in Timothy chapter four. It's spoken of a seared conscience type of individual. When you get around that, you'll find that you too grow numb and you to stop hearing the voice of God. So we got to make sure that we stay intentionally around people who are hearing the voice of God. We have to make sure that we intentionally get around people who have the purpose that is similar to ours. We want to make sure that we intentionally associate with victory. So you've got to make that decision today, family. And I wanted to talk to you about riders because I believe that you too are someone who's going to ride in and fight the fight of faith that causes you to win and ride out with the victory in areas of your life that you may have not been seeing success in in the past. So I believe today this word is for you. You are a rider. So make sure that you affiliate, that you associate yourself with the type of individuals that are seeing success in the areas of your dream because God wants to take you to the top and you don't want anyone in your life that's going to cause you to be diminished in who God called you to be. Also, I wanted to tell you that another portion of association is getting yourself rooted and grounded in the right location where there's the people of God. In fact, I encourage you, if you don't have a church home, to get one, find one, get around believers, Bible-believing individuals who are focusing their worship and their life and aiming it at God. Because what you will learn is the Bible tells us clearly, actually, in Psalms uh, 92, 13, it tells us that planted in the house of God, we flourish. Actually, it says planted in the house of the Lord, we will flourish in the courts of our God. Now, why is it important to be planted in a house or an assembly where people are gathering together? It's because when you get planted around the right individuals, the right association, the right outcomes begin to happen. In fact, you yourself are a seed. Your entire life is the equivalent of a seed that is planted in the earth to bear fruit unto God's glory. So you've got to be someplace that you can flourish. If I have an apple seed in my pocket, it'll just stay a seed and the instructions that are inside the seed will never produce. But if I take the apple seed out of my pocket and I place it into some soil and then I put some water on the soil and allow it to get some sunlight, what will happen is the seed will begin to flourish because it's in the right environment to flourish. In fact, that seed, after the water penetrates the soil and touches the outside of the seed, it will cause the seed to draw in all of the elements from the soil. So if it needs some vitamin C to make the apple, if it needs some some proteins and some, some carbohydrates, whatever it needs, it'll pull it out of the soil that it's in, out of its environment. And as a result, it'll begin to grow, spring up and begin to flourish.
So it's important for us as individuals to be in the areas and in the right locations where we can flourish. So I do encourage you to get around Bible-believing individuals, to, to surround yourself with the type of people that your life agrees with, your dreams agree with. If someone falls, you might be in a group of people that are accurate and, and on point for eight years, five years, nine years even. And then all of a sudden in the final year that you've been around them, their heart tunes out of God and they start tuning into the things of the world. They start focusing on things that are contrary to who you are and contrary to where you're going. Well, if you are in the discernment type of relationship with God in that season, you'll learn that this person can no longer be located in your midst. And even though I want you to know that people aren't your enemy, the contents of people can become your enemy. That's why that scripture there tells us specifically in Hebrews 12, looking diligently. What does it tell us to do? Look diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. It's saying, look, if you're not paying attention, you can mess around and not get the grace that God has for you. And then it goes on to say, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. It's telling you that if you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, you might find yourself failing of obtaining the grace of God because someone in your environment had a root of bitterness and it sprang up and it began to trouble you in that season. So be discerning and pay attention to who God is telling you is necessary in your life in this season, as well as pay attention to what is affecting your heart because who you are is bigger than where you are. So it's important that you get around the right people in the location that you're in today. All right, family, that's the word riders. Riders, run in for the fight and run out with the victory. I believe you're one of those. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this individual that's listening to this message. I pray, Father God, that you, by your spirit, Father, begin now to usher out of those lives the people that are not meant to be in their lives. And I pray that you usher into their lives the people that are supposed to be in their lives, Father, so that the instruction inside of the seed of these people, Father, flourish. Not only do they flourish, Father, and see success, but their life and their story, Father, brings you great glory. In Jesus' name, I decree it, so be it. All right, now, riders, ride on. In Jesus' name, amen.